Well, um, we're here today to, today to welcome um, someone who is really part of the original team that put this all together as our uh, our our branding advisor, our our design guy, our our London friend. Oli. Oli. That is how you pronounce it. Is that how most people uh, call you? Yeah. Oli? Yeah. Oli. Yeah. I mean, you guys are pretty spot on with the accent. Oliver? Yeah. So when I was in um, England the last time, I thought, because I'm, I'm kind of an impressionable person relative to accents. Mm-hmm. Like, I will just pick them up. Yeah. But I hadn't really ever before. Like, I actually came pretty close in Ireland and a little bit in Scotland, but never in England. And then so I'll just leave myself open to it. I'll just see how much of it I absorb and, you know, just sort of repeat things or whatever. And then I, I, it came down to this. It came down to which one do you want? Because there are so many. There's too many. If you walk 15 minutes in one direction in London, you'll hit a different accent. And- yeah. They did a TikTok on that. And they'll, like, ask different people, uh, like, all right. What about the, like, which one's the worst? Which one's the sexiest? Yeah. Which one's, like, the dumbest? Which one do you stay away from? Yeah, no, no. I, I, I try not to what get is it? It's, no, no, we're yeah. throwing you right <laughs> okay, down in it. Good, what is yeah. this? Uh, uh, Liverpool? They're the shits? Liverpool's, like, okay. I feel like it's quite, like, an extreme regional accent. I think Brummy, like, your Peaky Blinders, you know, that's yeah. not not my favorite. Yeah. Um, do they like it? I don't know. I had a lot of friends who went to university in Birmingham. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Well, locate yours for us then. Just like the vaguely southern southwest. It gets a bit more neutral when you hit that southwest bit. A lot of northerners will tell you you sound soft or posh. Of the country or of just of London? Of the country. Right. Of the country. And London is kind of like you know, the bang, the middle southwest. So The closer you get to Scotland, the more Scottish you sound. Yeah. I don't know what people think of American stuff. Like people joke on like some Southern stuff sounding stupid, right? Like mm. the Theo Vaughns, yeah. he'll turn it up. Um, some of the Boston we make fun of, like mm. movies. I'm talking like culturally, not yeah. like me, what I personally make fun of, because yeah. I think they're all kind of funny. But like culturally, we'll make fun of the the Boston thing. Mm. You know, it's in a bunch of movies. Like, whoa, you fucking knock? Yeah, the fucking knock, you know? The Bronx, all that. New York. Yeah, or the Italian, yeah. the yeah. Italian, you know, Manhattan guy or whatever. That's kind of it. Like everywhere else you're from, kind of. Oh, Wisconsin. Yeah, Wisconsin's pretty droney. I don't really know that one actually. I don't even know if I could do it that good right now. On the spot, I can't do shit. Pretty nasal. Okay. Yeah, that's like the. And it's all kind of up here. Uh, Yeah, it's kind of like even ties into the Canadian. Yeah, yeah. Sounds a little Canadian for sure. A little kind of a whiny Canadian. But then, like everywhere else, is pretty neutral. All the way from like Florida, Florida and like Washington are opposite. Mm. And there is the same. Yeah, that's crazy. Right? California and even like Connecticut are opposite and they're kind of the same. Mm. There's just like mini patches for yeah. some reason here. What's the accent in Fargo? You know Fargo, the film? Uh, like, that's North Dakota. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. that, that's, that's probably Wisconsin y. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah and, and that's that kind of. And that, that part of, you know, ab- Canada above them. Mm. Uh, yes. kind of Southern Canada. Yeah. yeah. Um, our friends at the Massonomics podcast are in. South Dakota. Yeah, it's like a don't you know? Eight? Like shit like that. Yeah, yeah it's like the uh, American Swedish. Okay. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah. if the Vikings yeah. just planted down in America, it's like the Viking version of that. I mean, literally, right? Yeah, 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 yeah kind of. Yeah, yeah. yeah, they look kind of the same. The weather's kind of the same. Yeah. yeah. Right? It's just cold, icy, grumpy, big people. Long hair. No, that's just them. That those guys are. Yeah, but I, I do know. feel like that's more of a thing because you're cold. Well, you're cold. Yeah, like, you like beards. Hair. Yeah, beards. 
go to stay warm. Yeah, even Cleveland, you know, like I didn't know how close it was to shit, but like Cleveland, I just visited my family last week, week before, and it's like I've obviously been there I don't know, a hundred times, but uh, three hour drive to Buffalo, New York. Yeah. So like made sense, and my dad's Italian American, so some people say I have an accent, but like I, I probably just talk like my dad, and th- there's probably like little things. Yeah. I, I don't say it as bad anymore, but we used to say pop instead yeah. of soda or mm-hmm. Coke. We'd yeah. say pop or like a pie, or my dad would say like. Uh, and some of it's era also, but he would say like catch a flick instead of go to a movie. Yeah. And then how he would say it sounds a little Ohio, Michigan, Kentucky's a little different, although it's close. Pennsylvania also all kind of like have a, a like a ten percent New York mm. deal going mm. on, but it's so much smaller, smaller. Like coffee, like they'll, they'll say like a little bit of coffee, coffee, yeah. a little bit of that. In yeah, there. yeah. My parents uh, were born in Oklahoma, and my dad for sure grew up in Oklahoma. You know, until he was like. 10, 11, 12, something like that. And my mom, less time, but just around people who, who had that that same accent. And when I was a kid, I was like, I'm not going to sound like that. <laughs> like yeah. purposefully did not sound like that. You know, yeah. I'm, I'm eight, nine years old and I'm like, yeah, I'd just rather pattern myself after somebody else. So, yeah. You, you told me you like language a lot. I do. I do. I think it's like interesting. People come from different places and like sound different and, even if, like, you know, you learn a language in a different place. So I have friends who, like, they learn English, but they learned it in, like, Germany. Yeah. So their English sounds a bit German. Or you have a lot of people who, like, they learned it in, like, an American school internationally. Yeah. So you get a lot of people who are not American, but they sound super American, like Valley Girl American mm. in universities in London. And yeah, yeah. That was a weird experience for me the first time. Yeah. 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 Learning a language with an auto accent. Yeah. 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 I feel like, you know, well, Californians feel like we don't really have an accent. And I don't think you have too much of an accent. We, like, don't, we don't, yeah. and, but we, we tend to slur words together. Yeah, we speak we, in cursive. And we, yeah, and we drop final consonants all the time. Okay, yeah. At, we, least, at least you don't have that up speak. That's the only thing that gets a bit. Uh, plenty of people what, do. What, like Australia? Yeah, or like some of like the Northern California. Like what San do you Francisco. mean, I? Yeah, everything's a question. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, Australia. That's yeah. like that the the Shane Gillis joke I just showed you. Yeah, Where like they you can never like they always sound funny. You can never take them serious. Yeah, in a tragedy, it's about to be yeah. Australian. Yeah, so just... or like I'm uh, I'm goth. He says he's like you can't be Australian and goth. Like yeah, I'm dark and twisted. <laughs> <laughs> but California used to be part of Mexico. Yeah, yeah, and so we have a lot of of. Spanish inflected mm. names and yeah, some, every city. All the names. Los yeah, Angeles, every city. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, San Jose. Some people say them right, and some people say them the way they're written, and some people slur them all together, like like San Jose. Yeah. Most people in California, in Northern California, say San Jose as yeah. is one word. Mm. Yeah, I uh, even do too. But then, like, if, I was, if you're like, "Hey, Mike, read that in Spanish," you'd say I'd read Spanish. it in Spanish. If yeah. you say it in Spanish, does it come across but like tryhardy? Yeah, you probably wouldn't do that. Yeah. Yeah. You, you yeah. really have to have an obvious background. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I don't think you'd do that. <laughs> yeah. You've you got to look a yeah. little bit Hispanic. Yeah, you don't go like or... Santa Clara. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If you do that, I'm, I'm going to Santa guy. Clara. Yeah. This is <laughs> yeah. not a good yeah, look. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like the, the act, my accent's like pretty decent when I do speak Spanish mm. for obvious reasons. Yeah. But like, yeah, you, I would just never. You wouldn't do it? No, not even close. Yeah, you say San Fran. I'm not going to do San Francisco. <laughs> I, I always just say the city because yeah, that's yeah. You know, that's the city. You know the town. It's a good way to get around it. The yeah. town, Oakland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. City, town. There you go. I guess the other town people call Boston. Boston. I don't, I don't really yeah. know why. That's not from the Ben Affleck. It's definitely, fucking, yeah, yeah. yeah, because yeah. it's definitely a fucking city. Yeah, like there's no town by there. The town, like San Francisco and Oakland, makes sense. Yeah, 
Yeah. To call it the city and the town. To, to me. Yeah, yeah for right. sure. Uh, I know that we have gone out of our way to try to experience, for, give you the experience of foods that you're not used to. Oh, yeah. I'm feeling super American already. What What have you had that you have liked or disliked? I think the best thing was definitely the barbecue yesterday. Yeah, like, yeah. That made me feel like an American citizen. Like, yeah. I always think like if there's one food I could just make like super macro friendly, like no calories or protein, it would probably be those burnt ends. Those yeah. are just like incredible. They're not too bad. You could probably you run a little keto game with some yeah, burnt ends. Maybe. You know, they're a little fatty. Yeah. Uh, it's a little fatty cut. Pretty of, sugary. It's like candy. Yeah, they, yeah. they can eat those, but yeah. you don't have to do that. You you have burnt ends that are like much more savory and mm. no sauce. And mm-hmm. you, you can definitely get in there the keto realm. That's what? Tip of a tri-tip? Trip of, tip of a bris- brisket? Tip of a brisket, I think. Yeah. Because yeah. they do, what's the tip of a tri-tip? I think, obviously a tri-tip. It sounds stupid, but I think they do a certain <laughs> cut of a tri-tip. It's uh, called could something right. else, too. You could be right. Um, tri-tips is like, I forgot the real cut. Because uh, tri-tip technically, I just, this blew my mind. I found this out in my 20s. Tri-tip is a cut of steak that is only like in California. How come? Because they, they cut it slightly different and call it something different the rest of the nation. They're culotte steaks. Jeez. So if someone Another says place. like tri-tip, they're very likely from California. I was talking to Tim Kennedy about that because uh, he's from San Luis Obispo and they like the best tri-tip sandwich spot down there. Mm. And no one else calls it tri-tip, but it's like the steak I grew up on. It's pr- fairly cheap. It's like a kind of like a little roast. You can smoke it. You grill it real quick. A little fatty. Yeah. It's kind of like the... Because brisket's not that expensive either. I was going to say like the poor man's brisket, but it's not really that either. Mm. Are you into meat like that or just food? You're, I know yeah. you're you're a fan of like the arts, you know, and that's yeah. kind of me. Like we like nice shit. Yeah, we like like absolutely. the culture of nice shit. Yeah. Rather than like, oh, I like nice shit to flex. We exactly. like nice shit because we like the culture of it all, coffees and the wines. And 100%. um, I'm kind of like that with steak a little bit, although yeah. you just can't do it that often, right? I know what you mean. Yeah, you can't have a hundred dollar steak. It gets every day. expensive. Yeah, every, all of it yeah. does. All yeah. of it does. Coffee is probably the easiest one. So cheap. Even if you're buying expensive coffee, the bags like. 15 quid, 20 right. quid. Yeah. What the fuck is quid? Dude? I don't know, man. I, I really don't. <laughs> <laughs> At least we think of the little golden thing that we got to chase with Harry Potter. What's that thing called? Quidditch. Quidditch. Yeah, but what's yeah. the thing? The snitch. 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 Yeah. snitch. Yeah. The snitch. Quid is. Just like, it's, like, it's like bucks, I it's guess. It's, it's like it's a your, shilling. Like, it's your inf- yeah, shilling. Yeah. It's your informal way of saying like British pounds, sterling British pounds. pounds. You know, you wouldn't say like dollars for everything you might say bucks right That's yeah, kind of, yeah cheese cheddar Sterling. i got tons of yeah we got yeah. tons of slang for money dough bob okay. yeah. yeah i think you got more than us for sure like if we're saying that it sounds really weird you said dough british dough no, absolutely not no wouldn't do that in a million years you make us feel so uncivilized <laughs> barbarians no not at all so i know we give you pop tarts yeah no, i'm gonna be honest those were slightly underwhelming it was just more that it was yeah. kind of all sugar and there was like not a lot of substance. I like sweet things, but well, there's like not really much. To when it. you think of that for us, it's somewhere between like a snack and a dessert. Yeah. So you got to think about, you know, you got to, I think, get in the right mindset before you eat something. Yeah, don't judge it. For something. It's not, yeah, because yeah. it's not a dessert. No way are you going to like a nice dinner and someone's going to whip out a Pop Tart and like, yo, here's the dessert. <laughs> it's literally like somewhere, yeah, between like a, ch- it's like a sweet chip, you know? Pretty much. I yeah. gave him a wheat then. Uh huh. You mm-hmm. never had a wheat then. That, that was good though, right? That was good. That's a pretty good that little was, cracker. That was a good snack. Same thing. Like, what is that? It's not a chip. It's not a cracker. Yeah, yeah it's like a, just snack. So, uh, according to my reading, uh, saltine crackers are not not popular in 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 Europe. They're yeah. real basic. That's like the most basic wheat oh, then I've what, ever what, gave you. What what is it? Okay, sta- stand by. Yeah. Stand by. Uh, okay, oh, we here we go. 
Oh, he brought oh, things. He's prepared. Snack taste. Nice. Yeah, saltine is like, yeah, the most basic soup. Um, I see. Uh, wheat thin I gave you. Wheat thin's like the evolved Pokemon saltine. Just crack it open. Just feel yeah, free. Yeah, you got to eat one. Okay. What's the Let's challenge? This and nutmeg? Like, you eat 20 of them or some shit? You can't do it? Uh, whistle. Oh, whistle. Yeah. yeah we'll you put, put a bunch in it. your mouth and I'll try to whistle. I'll embarrass you for some content. Because <laughs> they're just hella dry, you know? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Uh, my experience with, with saltines, it, it was from being a kid, and it's always when you're sick. Yeah, yeah. And your mom gives you seven up. Yeah, yeah. If you're throwing up, you know? Is this you gotta, what you can eat pretty you much? You got to upset tummy. That's just like bleached wheat. So, it's okay. like already broken down for you. Yeah. Yeah, go in. I'm, I'm going to go away from the mic. It's not like an yeah, ASMR yeah, mic back there. Whatever, dude. We've probably got some horny listeners that need a little ASMR in there. Yeah. Life. Someone lonely on a Friday afternoon. You just disappointed half the audience by not being on, on mic. Basic. Yeah. That is so dry. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah, what is it? yeah, you got to eat five of them and try to whistle. <laughs> yeah, it's... I'm uh, so... <laughs> It's not not enjoying. It's not that bad, dude. Now you're it's just, just being dry. soft. Yeah. It's it is really dry. dry. It is really dry. dry. Yeah, yeah. It, it's got no flavor. It tastes like salt. Mm-hmm. I'll still eat the whole fucking pack. Yeah, I'll down a sleeve yeah. if necessary. Yeah, yeah, really. When when do you think now is the time for it? Uh, I don't know. It's a craving thing, probably. Yeah, I'm a snacker, or, bro. I'm a fat. Like if I'm about to sit down and watch a football game, I'll I could easily grab a sleeve of that and a diet coke and just bang it out. So uh, I had originally planned something to go along with that mm-hmm. that did not work out because I couldn't find anywhere. But I, I understand it's not readily available in in your home country. Uh, and that's spray cheese. Oh, that's, oh yeah, that's no, pretty that, like uh, that scares me. Eighties like commercial mm-hmm. American, you yes. know, like it's in like it's probably in Wayne's World. It's definitely in yep. the Goofy movie. Yeah, you seen the Goofy movie? Like his little buddy's like an addict, dude. Dude might as well be hitting whippets out that fucking <laughs> cheese shit, <laughs> no. slamming it down his face. That cheese whiz is that? Yeah, what yeah, that yeah, 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 no, yeah. No, that that's that would even grosses me out, and I'm pretty fucking. Snack proof. It, it's like know. spray Velveeta. Yeah, and Velveeta itself is gross. We, unless you're making queso, in which case you need it. So we would do it. some. I don't even know because my dad, by no means, was hillbilly. You know, he grew up in like the city of Cleveland, and then and then moved the birds. But we'd grab these things. It feels like a hillbilly charcuterie board. We'd grab these things, and then lay out a bunch of deli meats. Yeah, and just kind of like sandwich them up. Watching football, fancy. Yeah, a little turkey, a little salami, even prosciutto. We'd have like thirty dollar prosciutto and a one cent fucking. <laughs> so you can see how a wheat thin yeah. is an upgrade. Yeah, yeah no, wheat thins can definitely go alone mm-hmm. well. Uh-huh. Like I don't even know if you put anything on a wheat thin. Uh, dip, maybe yeah. a little dip. Yeah, a little ranch, maybe a little ranch dip. I'm out. Ranch no, isn't a thing. Ranch, ranch is not a ranch. thing. Ranch. Yeah, I had it for the first time literally a month ago. From an American friend in London. Yeah, I was like, this is ranch is gross, game changing. No but it. uh, I weird. don't understand the fascination with it myself. It's fine. Mm-hmm. It's fine. I would like mayo. Is that a big thing? Mayo is yeah. huge in Argentina, I guess. Maybe yeah. I don't even know if it's my family or not, but mom says they put mayo on everything. Now my understanding is that Miracle Whip is not a thing where you are. No. Was that cheap mayo? <sighs> Miracle Whip is it's mayo for people who don't like mayo. It's sweet. Uh-huh. Oh, I probably wouldn't like it either. It's a little. It, that sounds it, worse in a way. I feel. What it? Yeah, it is worse. It's so much worse. It's it's gross as fuck. It reminds me of the, um, the sauce that they use for, uh, Donair meat in, uh, Nova Scotia. So you know, the like a um, 
like a shawarma kind of deal. Yeah, 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 okay, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. So that's Donair. Mm-hmm. And then there, a a, a Halifax, Halifax Donair is got this white sauce on it that just is so close to. It's a little bit spicy, but also very sweet. Normally, it's what yeah. Greek based though, or uh, yeah, yogurt based. Yogurt mm, based. Yeah. Normally, go yeah. yogurt based. That I can kind of do, but that's tough because yeah. I don't really eat white things. Really? Yeah, mayo, what? ranch, blue cheese. You got a reason for that? No. Okay. Yeah, there's really not. It just happens that all that category. Yeah, blue cheese ranch. It's colorist. What are other people You're missing dip in? out? You're missing out. Blue no. cheese is amazing. Yeah, I hate all that. Really? Blue cheese is amazing. Yeah, I yeah. Hate it all. Is it like do Americans like blue cheese? No, yeah. Everyone loves all that, bro. Ranch okay. blue cheese mayo is like American as shit. Yeah, yeah you like blue I, cheese it's just wings. Me. Don't you? It's like, it's like a dip. Oh like, yeah, yeah, yeah. All that. Yeah. See, I don't, I'm not. I'm not fascinated by wings at all. I don't. I don't get them. I'm fascinated by all food. Yeah, it's not the sauces. No. I, I like a wing. I like in London, you get like a lot of like Korean chicken places, yeah. like Korean fried chicken. Yeah, we have KFC. that. But um, yeah, like Korean hot wings are pretty good. Yeah. Get like gochujang on there. We have a big place, Bonchon, which is starting to like grow nationwide. And Fire mm. Wings is starting to grow at least statewide. They're both pretty good. Wings became huge, I feel like, 20 years ago, kind of with the Wingstop wave. And then now they're Buffalo kind of- Buffalo Wild Wings. Yeah, now they're moving. They went yeah. like mega commercial. Like Buffalo Wild Wings is not far from McDonald's quality. It's not mm, very good. No. But then now, and then like every bar you go to, though, we'll have some like, they'll try to make like a good one. And then yeah. now it's starting to move to like a little more culinary Korean yeah. style. Getting where it's still, uh, what do they call it? Like casual fast or whatever the fuck. Fast casual. Yeah. and yeah. But, but, but they're good. Yeah. They're yeah. good. Yeah. I'm a, uh, you know, boneless, bone in. I don't give a shit. Like at all. Like yeah. You were, boneless you, feels weird. Your though. brain was blown, which I, I was a little offended by. <laughs> <laughs> he, he was ordering pizza, and he uh-huh. never had deep dish, so I had him order Chicago Fire. Uh-huh. Pretty solid deep dish. And again, all these stupid motherfuckers from Chicago are going to complain, but like, <laughs> I know the owner, born and raised Chicago, yeah. before opening the restaurant, went back and forth like a hundred times to perfect his recipe. Like just because it's not in Chicago doesn't make it like not good. You it idiots. was good. Like no, it, I know, but yeah. Uh, yeah, no, no, not that part. He's going through the menu and he said, "Who the hell would eat a pound of wings?" <laughs> because that's like an order. And I said, "Well, yeah, yeah I'd probably eat two yeah. pounds, motherfucker." Yeah, it's like who's ordering sixty dollars worth of wings? Me? Why? Why? Me. Why? Because it's delicious. <laughs> I don't get it either. Not my thing. The serving size is here. Yeah. All like, of it. And you, you need something sometimes to, if I'm going to finish a whole pizza, which I am, if I'm ordering it, it's going to take me a, a, a palate adventure. I need like a halftime and the halftime mm. is the wings. Really? Oh, yeah. And then maybe you go even to like some chips or something. And then you come back to the pizza and so finish you it could off. have a whole, because oh, I, thought I could tap out. I, thought I couldn't finish no, it. No, easily. Your serving Dude, size you don't is get up, getting yeah, out I got of control. Up, I got up to 250 pounds, no muscle, easily. I didn't even think. I didn't think twice. That's crazy. If I didn't find this world, I'm I'm 350 pounds. I, I, think, I think same, honestly. Like yeah. I was the fat kid growing up, and I've definitely had my phases especially when powerlifting it kind of like gives yeah. you an excuse like oh, i'm just heavier weight class i know no, I was heavy squat fat. day tomorrow time to eat yeah mm. nothing felt better though than like squatting when i was like 230 yeah it feels good you're like wearing a squat suit it's just yeah. your body yeah when your hands are puffy and purple <laughs> yeah i feel fucking yeah, strong good. and then you go up a flight of stairs out of breath yeah and... having shit in three days <laughs> yeah you, you know what you put in your system <laughs> haven't had an ounce of water in a week yeah and you tell your family you're into health and fitness yeah and just laughs at you. yeah <laughs> Uh, so speaking of the the, the portion size issue, um, mm-hmm. uh, have you have you had mega stuff Oreos? Yeah, we got them those Hostess and Pop Tarts. That was the most trashy. We got yeah. them. We, well, I wanted to get them like a, yeah, I wanted oh, to get them like wow. a donut. Here we go. 
Here we go. Have okay. you had an Oreo? Yeah, I've had an Oreo. Yeah. yeah. These are mega stuff Oreos. Yeah, it's pretty mega. Is this more than I've had like double stuff? Is this more This than, is more well, this than is, that. Did you just hear, bro? Mega, mega. stuff. It's all right. Mega get stuff. your double stuff rookie shit out of here. You guys need to get this under control. <laughs> no, this is good. Okay. You know what my hot take is. This is controversial. We're uh, stepping every, into controversy here. Everyone gets mad at the Oreo take, but mm-hmm. everyone gets mad at the term or I, I feel like Americans don't even speak English anymore. Because no. I'll say something's overrated or underrated. Right. And they automatically think that I think it's bad. Right. Which yeah. is just not the case. No. Yeah. Right? And everyone gets so mad. Oreo, here's the hot take. Oreo is the second best condiment on the planet. Ooh. That's a good just, take. Just huh? the stuff. Well, just like all of it, right? Like you you crunch this bitch up, throw it in ice cream. Best yeah. thing you've ever had. Yeah. Crunch this shit up, throw it on a donut. Best shit you've ever had. You crunch it up, put it on anything. Best shit you ever had. The best condiment of all time, salt. Oh, salt, yeah. Right? Yeah. It has to be. Yeah. <clears throat> Mike's uh, salt is a condiment take. Yeah, I was That's a pretty good take, strong. dude. I, I, yeah. I, was, I, I was gonna, like, are you Cheers, saying? Cheers, dude. Yeah, yeah. Cheers. Fucking Oreo pre-bench? Yeah, man. Cheers. Extra stuffy? Uh, I'm gonna have to. Also. I don't know if I've had a mega stuff, to be honest. I hadn't before either, so yeah. this is a good reason to buy it. I find it very interesting that the other Oreo, like, configurations, more and less... Stuff, uh, yellow cookie versus brown cookie, yeah, different flavors, stuffing. All of those containers have an open thing. <laughs> oh, true. And then you can reseal them. The mega stuff, they just assume you're going to eat the whole fucking thing in one sitting because they know if you're getting that in the first place, you're pretty, pretty glad. I wonder which Oreo has the most amount of sales. All right, here we go. Despite this array of options, the classic plain Oreo is still the top selling variety. 2017 sales of regular Oreos topped $710 million, over twice as much as the next bestseller, which is the double stuff. So the double stuff had less than half of the regular. So the Mega probably has nothing. Now they have thin ones, too. Yeah. The only way I'm doing that is if I'm throwing in ice cream. Why do you want that? Right. I, I I get it because it's like crispier or whatever. Yeah, or maybe with your coffee, it's a yeah. little bit more crackery. I could like dip yeah. it in a coffee or yeah. have it with a coffee. Well, that's something we don't really do here. Dip stuff. Or or just like your coffee meal. Like a coffee meal here is like so fat. You're having like three yeah. donuts with your coffee. No. We're yeah. over there. You're having like one little cookie, you know, or like one little Biscoff deal or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here it's like this whole rack. No, that, that that for me was way too sweet. Like I think I can get behind like the thin, like the that's not what, too much stuff thing. That's why I think it makes a good topping or like a good yeah right Crush it up because then like ice cream kind of cuts it like obviously ice cream mm-hmm. sweet because it's a dessert but it kind of cuts the crazy yeah you get the texture yeah. difference as well so it's nice it you is get good. an ice cream that um isn't overly sweet yeah that's, that's, like a real like a homemade ice cream is going to taste good or like a yeah. you know like a real ice cream something that's not quite as sugar forward yeah it's yeah. not going to be yeah. crush your face off these but see i will put the we'll put these out and they will disappear yeah for sure yeah, people eat them. People just go right for it. It is a random kind of cookie. Because it's like, again, like it's... And so my overrated take yeah. is just that it is called a cookie, right? It's a cookie. It's not really a snack. Mm. And if I'm going to get like, again, being a health and fitness professional, I don't eat cookies every fucking day. Yeah. So if I'm going to eat a cookie, I'm going to go get a cookie. Going to get a nice chocolate chip, snickerdoodle, even like the peanut cho- butter. Even the chocolate chip that like hotels give you as you check in mm. is shits on this you know what i mean mm. and that's what makes it as an actual cookie if you want to call an oreo a snack 
I probably think it's properly rated. Yeah, but you can't. You know, it's not in the cookie category. It's and you're not going to eat down. 15 of these. I mean, you easily could, but yeah. So sweet snack versus cookie. Yeah, this. Yeah, we could throw this in the same category as pop tart. Yeah, but a pop tart's yeah. not really a snack. Something in between. Have it cold. Have it hot. It's yeah, not really breakfast either. Right. Yeah, even though it's like made to be it, like a breakfast, breakfast food. Yeah, pastry. Toaster yeah. strudel, another. Real yeah, I remember having the first toaster strudel as a kid, like the frozen ass ones. Mm-hmm. That changed my life. I thought I was in Paris, bro. <laughs> I'm seven years old. A beret popped on my head. Yeah, yeah. Me and my dad away. started talking French. That shit was luxury. Your top of stripes on it all of a sudden. Bro, yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah. yeah. I, I thought that was the most fancy <laughs> shit I've ever had. Singing Edith, Edith P. off. You got the little packet in your. Putting the cream on the top. Yeah. That was crazy good. I haven't had one of those probably since I was seven. I had it once maybe in my life, and it has a, what do they call, core memory. Yeah. I cannot believe this is breakfast food. That, I mean, I, one, I don't eat. Even I, all all breakfast food in America is so fat. Like yeah. a stack of pancakes. Yeah. yeah. Like that, that'll that crush you. But that's probably part of the reason I don't eat breakfast, because I get too tired from what we consider breakfast. Do people like actually do that daily? Oh, though? yeah. They're like hit an IHOP. Which uh, I, I finally learned what that stands for, by the way. Yeah, you learned. See, you're learning yeah, a lot yeah. on this trip, dude. International House of Pancakes, right? We're opening your, uh, we're opening your, your, your cultural yeah. and mental vocab to create better in your job. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I think families eat pancakes on the daily. I don't know if they'll go to IHOP, but I think a, a family could easily whip out pancakes and eat it. French toast, all, all waffles, waffles for sure, egos. Mm-hmm. You know what an ego waffle is? You know what a waffle is. Yeah, yeah. So we have an Eggo waffle, which is kind of like a Pop-Tart version of a waffle. And you'd throw it in a, a toaster and whip it out. And they're actually pretty solid <laughs> for a frozen food. Stupid cheap. Mm-hmm. Multiple flavors, blueberry, chocolate, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's a pretty normal. Kyle slams them every day. Obviously, he's bulking, so it's a little different. But <laughs> you can get uh, away with it. He's I a think, freak. You know? Yeah, I think kids eat that regularly. Damn. Yeah, cere- I mean, even cereal. Yeah, right? I mean, cereal is a literal sugar bomb. Yeah. Right? And then you do whole milk and then now you just got a fucking, might as well have a, a ice cream. Yeah, I think like kids would kind of prefer that, right? Calorically. Yeah. Calorically, a big bowl of, of and I'm going to sound like, you know, the hippie anti-sugar guy today, but, you know, I'm not. But you do a big bowl of cereal and a whole milk topping, mm. that's a, calorically is a, a, a pint of ice cream for breakfast. Could not do that. Oh, I could. I never really did that either. Yeah. I didn't even eat kid. I was. I've been. I invented intermittent fasting. Little did people know. I, I didn't eat breakfast as a kid either. You were the guy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I. I have like about tons of anxiety issues, and that's probably why I talk so much to cover them. And the uh, I had stomach aches as a kid. I would be super late to school all the way to like fifth grade because I had stomach. My mom took me to the doctor all the time, thinking I, I'm like I got some internal issues because yeah. my stomach aches were so bad. I like wouldn't leave and hindsight i think it was all anxiety driven but that started a habit since like i was six to never eat breakfast hence i invented if yeah yeah, yeah. i mean i mean I, I, we've agreed on this i think that like breakfast is probably the most redundant meal yeah you know like just skip it have more calories for later even enjoy. oatmeal like doesn't fill me up nope i gotta eat a shit ton of it. i do love it but i'd have to eat a shit ton of it in the morning i don't love it i don't know why i low-key love it it's, I could eat it plain, no sugar, no nothing. We could go peanut butter. So bland. Yeah, it really is. And I love it. But that's, dude, I'm telling you, I could eat a whole sleeve of these fucking so I could do saltines that. for some reason. I could too. do that. Yeah. And I guess, like, the consistency of a saltine yeah. in your mouth is not that much different than oatmeal if you put salt on it. 
which is kind of the for way sure. that it's a dry paste. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. The builder would That's use. kind of the beauty of these things. It starts off like a beautiful crunchy chip, and then it ends in a nice oatmeal texture. <laughs> you kind of get both. Feels like cement in the back of your mouth. Just yeah, like yeah kind of like much, that. Yeah, no. yeah kind of no, like no, that no. too. You can't be doing I that. do have like an oral thing going on, you know? Yeah. My lucky wife, whenever she shows up. <laughs> Whenever. Yeah, I don't yeah, know where yeah, she yeah. is. She's got to be here somewhere. She's out there. She's on the universe. Yeah, yeah. Nine billion people. There's got to be one that'll love me. You can do it. Thanks, I, I believe in you. But I love just snacking. I'll eat a whole veggie tray. I'm an addict. If there's a tray of celery and carrots here, I'm not stop eating it. I feel like snacking is like a very American thing, though. Maybe for sure. It probably is. Now, I just observationally, I don't think I have ever seen as many fat people in London or Paris or yeah, bitch, or whatever this, is then, we're turning the table on you then then we no no that then that we have here in our major oh, cities yeah. I, I, I think most yeah. people are not <laughs> yeah, as fat I thought you were coming with they got yeah. fat no, 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 over no. your oh, trips no. No, I think it's I think maybe it it's equalizing a little bit yeah you fat for, fuck but definitely. for the most part walking around I don't see now well because you just said it Walking around. Walking around. Here, yeah. we're driving around and see fat people. I yeah. cannot, like, the car dependency. Just. Yeah. It is crazy. That, yeah. uh, particularly this this last trip I, I took to Europe, I think, man, we failed, like, 150 years ago yeah. by not investing more in our uh, railroad infrastructure. Yeah, yeah I mean, was, sure. wasn't that, like, literally... Henry Ford lobbying to like build more. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And the gas companies and... now still do it. And then yeah. the electric company's going to do it now because they're going to fight for electric cars. Yeah, it's all business. We are spread out. What what I wonder is if we could run a, a government's experiment. Mm-hmm. I know we do those anyway, so might as well do one that's legal. Yeah. <laughs> and we just chose a city. Like what state doesn't really have like cities? Like even like Utah. Most of them. Yeah, right? Like don't Honestly, have. Most they middle, all have like right? one, right? So let's choose like a corner of Utah or a corner of Colorado mm. and let's build a new city and let's make it like like 98% pedestrian. You're going to have okay. like lots of public transport as well? Yeah, we can have yeah. a little uh, trolley. <laughs> I don't give a fuck what we put in there, but yeah. But mostly walking. I prefer okay. mostly walking. Yeah, like, and find a way cycling. Yeah, and I think I think the main thing is like you need to have like your amenities in like a yeah. walkable. But I, but I wonder all of it like goes down. You know, if it's tied to like obviously sun exposure and D three have mm-hmm. a huge thing with mood in people. Mm-hmm. Yep. I think exercise, like hard exercise, obviously has some correlation to um, mood and aggression and mental health. Um, but I even think, obviously, being at a, a, a healthier body weight, body fat is going to help your your confidence in your, in your mental health. There's just no, yeah. I can't pull out an exact PubMed for y'all, but th- there's correlations everywhere. Yeah. So then, why wouldn't a pedestrian city probably be like safer? Yeah, I think it'd be like a, a happier place to right? be. Right. Sure. If, yeah. if I'm if I'm stoked with how I look, yeah. If I feel good, I'm getting the sun. Yeah. If I'm walking everywhere. I'm just way less likely to like stab you. Yeah, and you just have no road rage either. Right. So like yeah. road, road rage pent, pent up. I do. You uh, I don't know, dude. I get a little bit of walk rage. Really? I probably get more walk rage <laughs> than I get. I don't really get uh, uh, road rage on yeah. my bicycle or driving. I'm pretty cool behind behind the the whip. You know, when you listen to Tupac and shit. Yeah. Yeah, but you're just chilling. Walking though, like airports. Okay. No, no, I'm, I'm with you on that. Bro, people piss me the fuck off. <laughs> I would agree on that. Yeah, they're yeah. so yeah. bad. Slow walkers, bad walkers, like in your way, like people weaving in front of me, but then they walk slow. No one has any awareness. They anymore. won't even, now big airports, I was stuck in Chicago airport for like way too long, million delays, 
and uh, people aren't even walking on the rights and lefts like properly. Mm. Like, there's just a general rule, uh, at least over here, buddy. Yeah, it's, we walk it's on the, the right, opposite. yeah, which is fine too. But then, then I'll adapt. Yeah, yeah. But like, you should just generally walk on the side of the road that you're you yeah. drive on. These motherfuckers. And then, if you're a group of ten people, you're not allowed to walk next to each other. That should be a law. Yeah, 100%. we should just put that in stone. Moses yeah. should have put that as eleven. Yeah, that would have been like 11. stop. Like they're walking down. Like they're like gonna arrest me. <laughs> then how do you get by them? And that's like just so common. That pisses me the fuck off. Or if you're gonna stop and look at your phone, or you need to f- orient yourself, or whatever, step out of the flow of yeah. traffic for fuck's sake. No exactly. law would be that if you're walking with movement, staring at your phone, I'm allowed to shoulder check you. I think that should be with allowed. no repercussion. <laughs> <laughs> it's like in uh, in London, they're like on the tube. You do have like on the escalators going up and down. Left is like going fast, right? It's just standing and looking at your phone. Yeah. And people do obey that, generally That's speaking. That's good. Yeah, they do. That's because you guys are proper. Yeah, proper. But there is there is nothing worse than just like touristy, busy central. That I just, yeah. I cannot stand. And yeah. we get a lot of it. I just walk on the roads instead in London because the traffic's <laughs> so slow. Like it's usually Typical, in central. Yeah, yeah. That's on the one up. thing about like bicycling, right? You can kind of weave and manipulate. I can ride kind of in the road or the bike lane depending yeah. on how traffic goes. Yeah. It's same with cars. Like I don't mind. Shitty drivers don't really piss me off. Shitty walkers. Holy yeah. fuck. Most annoying thing on the planet. Absolutely. That's why I like cycle around London. Like if if you look up if you're in like the sort of the central zones, it's gonna I'm gonna beat you anywhere. Yeah. On a bike. It doesn't have to be a good one. It can be like the city bikes, like in New York, just those kind of, you know, you pay and you take them out, mm-hmm. they're really heavy and clunky. You're still gonna beat someone anywhere. Yeah. It is convenient. And then parking and shit. Parking yeah. in the city sucks. But I would love an experimental pedestrian only. Like the, a, li- the little part they're supposed to build near a soccer stadium. Mm-hmm. They had spoke about making it like mostly pedestrian. Yeah. So you'd park, I think, way on the outside, and then all the roads and stuff. Obviously, it's not a city; it's more mm-hmm. of like a extended outdoor mall kind of thing. Yeah. But still, they wanted to make it city walk. Yeah, make it very yeah. city walkable. Yeah. I think it'd be really cool to see like this city you're talking about coming up in America, but like European urban planning. Yeah. A 15 minute city. So you walk 15 minutes anywhere. You have everything yeah. you need. And maybe a few canals there. Yeah, yeah. An actual like bus or tram system. It is crazy to blocks. see cities that do that well and then don't. Like Vegas d- does it so well. It's all driven. Obviously, you need, still need a car, but you can literally get anywhere with anything anywhere in the city, anywhere in the city in like 20 minutes. That's good. You can get to like the northern peak all the way down to like where the airport is, the southern peak in 20 minutes perfectly. Get to the strip, 20 minutes. Grocery stores obviously even more convenient. They have them everywhere. Five minutes, but like it feels like it was actually planned. Yeah. Do you think like as because it's getting so popular, like everyone's moving there. Yeah. Um. Do you think it's gonna get too big? To the no. Point that there's not gonna be. It's no. gonna be like 25, 30, 45 minutes. No, they're like so into like Nevada and Vegas are so into how they expand. Yeah. Uh, like even the state of Nevada has rules on how many people can live and move there versus how much um natural land there is because. Mm what it's already 90 percent like just elk running around on like the flats and they want to keep it that way good desert and yeah it know, literally is it's desert it's desert mountains the whole state keep a bit of wildlife there yeah and so i think that's yeah. like literally written in their like state code like you're, you're not changing that shit and that's then good. same with um where the housing goes yeah. they have a lot of rules they have rules like in our neighborhood on like the lumens on on how the street lights, how bright they could be, oh, that's cool. um, to not have like light pollution and shit. Yeah. It's it's just <laughs> and it, it's not like 
genius. It's just like a little bit of thought. Yeah, it's common sense. Yeah. I wish we had more of the Lumen stuff in London. Yeah. Like you can't really see the stars unless you go out to like, you know, the further out bit. So you go out to the countryside. Here, here in Sacramento, particularly the part of Sacramento that I live in, there is a particular style of streetlight mm. <clears throat> that has been around since the, the neighborhoods were built in the late 40s and early 50s and <clears throat> on. But they retrofitted a bunch of them, I don't know, within the last 10 years or so. And they basically replicated them, but what they could easily have done because they're 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 open, you know, yeah. the light goes everywhere. Yeah. What they could easily have done is coat the inside of the tops with silver so that light wasn't going up. Yeah. It was just going out where people can actually use it. Makes yeah. sense. But they didn't do that. There was like no thought in it at yeah. all. And the other thing that they didn't do is uh, the urine repelling paint. That ex that like dogs or something? Yes, yes, because uh, all, yeah. all the ones that they have replaced are starting to, to rust out at the uh, bottom because dogs pee on them. Interesting. Yeah, that's not great. I feel like no one needs the light going up. Just put it down the street. Yeah, yeah nobody the needs stars. the light going up. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what city's like super well planned out here. Vegas so far, of all mm -hmm. the cities I've been to, seem that way. But it's obviously still very car dependent. 100%. I think on the flip side of that, like the absolute worst design city I've ever been to is L.A., Probably. I remember going there for the first time thinking like, this can't be yeah. real. Just getting around is impossible without yeah. a car. And Spider web of freeways. Yeah. And something that is five miles away can take an hour. Yeah. yeah. No, it yeah. Took, took, took hours to get to. Like when I went last, I wanted to see all the gyms. I was staying in like West Hollywood, which was kind of like, I guess, central-ish to like some of the locations. Mm -hmm. um, but like going out to Bar Brigade took ages. Still like a hour and a half to get to Brad's gym. Yeah. Um, he's like, yeah, outside LA. I know he's like outside yeah, LA, but then Calabasas it, it took like an hour and a bit to get to Gold's Venice. Yeah. It's just... Yeah, those are like a big triangle, those three in particular, yeah. which sucks because then you got to drive through downtown. I mean, SAC really isn't planned that well either. Like, hmm. we don't really have like freeways, like our, 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 our interstates and they just happen to go through our city. You know what I mean? Like, there's no, like freeways are supposed to be convenient to get you places and ours don't get us anywhere. Yeah, you know, because because they're made to go from yeah L.A. to Seattle and San Francisco to Boston. Yeah, those are like our two freeways. You got a pretty neat grid once you're in the city, though. Downtown is the only even creeping into Jim lives like East Sacramento and then the one suburb south of Sacramento. Those three are kind of planned. Yeah, on a grid ish. You guys love a grid. It's just it does make it easy. Yeah, you know. It's planned pretty good. The capital kind of messes it up because it's so big. Mm. So then, you know, because you'll dead end and you'll have to work, wiggle your way around that. But once you know it, I mean, like, yeah, Manhattan, right? Manhattan's easy to get around for yep. a reason. Yeah, 100%. Like that, that was, I went to Manhattan for the first time, like Eastern. It was actually kind of nice. You didn't have to look at maps. So yeah. It was like three blocks that way, one block that way. <clears throat> you good? Yeah. Next to this park and the park's big enough that you know what the fuck it is and you yeah. hit it and you move to the left. Yeah. yeah. It is really nice. I don't know why the rest of America's absolutely fucked. San Francisco's impossible to get around. Mm, yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, it just depends. Like if you're trying to get out into the in the neighborhoods, that's not easy yeah, without without taking a, a streetcar. Mm. But there's at least that system. You yeah, know? yeah. It's but not the perfect, roads are all twisty though. The roads are very twisty. There's um, a couple that'll run you from like the mountains down to like the tourist area, but a lot of other ones are kind of like angled weird. Yeah. Montreal's pretty good. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. I mean anywhere that's not America's probably decent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, I found jumping back to the other side of the pond. I found uh, Edinburgh very walkable. Yeah, Edinburgh's quite. I've only been there once, and like the central bit because that's mm -hmm. kind of like 
Edinburgh is one of those places that has like a nice little bit like Oxford. Like you have like a really pretty old town. Like yeah, it feels very Harry Potter. Old town and New Town. New Town is older than America, but yeah. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. Um, but then you kind of there are like those suburby bits which you probably want a bus or maybe a, maybe a car. But yeah, yeah it, it feels so magical and old just in that sort of the Royal Mile, I suppose, in that yeah. whole area. And yeah, it's nice. Or a broomstick. Yeah, because that is where the. Um, that is where J.K. Rowling wrote most of Harry Potter, I think. There's like a cafe and people go to it, loads of That's Harry right. Potter yeah, fans. It. Yeah, yeah, because and you look around and it does feel very kind of magical. Yeah. Interesting. We don't have a lot of magic here. I did see the train, the uh, the Hogwarts train. Exactly. That's all up in Scotland, I think. Yeah. Yes. Up, uh, up north, up in the Highlands. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, Sacramento has a bit of a rail history, don't you? We yeah. do, yes. It We're doesn't really... feel that magical, though. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> I wish it did. More industrial. Yeah, they do yeah. do, like, little events, which are cool. Mm. Like, they do, like, a Mother's Day tour. I took my mom on that once. Do, like, a little brunch on a train. or I don't think it's That's here. Cool. I think the magical trains are, like, uh, the Redwoods. We have, like, is a skunk train? There's, like, some trains out skunk there that do, like, one of them, yeah. like, wine tours through the Redwoods, oh. which is, like, two hours from us, maybe. Uh, and that stuff, I, I think I went on as a kid. And I've seen, you know, just videos. That looks pretty magical. That I would do. Because a lot yeah. of movies and shit are filmed there. North of us into mm. the coast is like um, Return of the Jedi. All, like a lot, a lot really? of the fight scenes in those redwoods where they're screaming around with the yeah. Ewoks. <clears throat> a lot of that's there. Jurassic Parky type yep. things. Oh, cool. Maybe even some Muir, of the, Muir Woods is where that was filmed. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, a lot of that shit's up, up, up north of us is really pretty. Um, yeah. And just literally forests forever. Mm-hmm. That's why marijuana grows up there. They just hit up there and <clears throat> hide it. Yeah, literal. Well, not anymore. It's legal, isn't it? Yeah, if you do it legal. How do you do it? Legal versus illegal? Uh, like filing your business, no, filing taxes. Yeah, yeah. yeah, there's actually a pretty good documentary called uh, Murder Mountain. Uh, it used to be on Amazon Prime because literally, what, 80, 90% of, I don't think the world, but America or North America's marijuana is grown in Northern California. Um, and the documentary follows a couple farmers... Uh, during the transition of it becoming recreationally legal and which ones like dude i've been doing this 30 years yeah like all of a sudden now you're going to take 50 percent of my income so which ones decided to do it legally which ones decided to uh do it illegally and the violence and weirdness that kind of comes about that yeah it it literally is just a remote place i always thought it was the soil or some shit you know like Mm -hmm. because growing up you just know up there it's called humboldt county um but I, I heard it was literally just because of kind of, I think, the hippies in the 70s and the San Francisco stuff. Mm. They just found an area that's so remote, no one would F with them and started building these ranches. There's actually nothing that special about it up there. I mean, fair play. Just let them, let them do that yeah, thing. Yeah, but yeah. it's done it for like the last, whatever, 70 years. Yeah, our like our northern coast is, is kind of, um, it's pretty temperate. Mm. And so kind of things just grow. There are things you, the things you can grow there that you can't grow in the other parts of the state. Um, yeah. It does look kind of... It's not true weed, but but other stuff for sure. Yeah, it does look kind of Jurassic. Like yeah. things do look overgrown. and Like the redwoods are as big as this room. Like yeah. the vines are giant. Like shit just looks... It is kind of like a... Yeah, like a northern hemisphere rainforest. Yeah, I've always wanted to go up to those bits. It's cool, man. Obviously Portland and... Um, what's the big one? South... West of Seattle, Olympic, Olympia, Olympia, yeah, like that's an insane looking rainforest national park. Um, but yeah, basically anything above us, you start to get kind of in that vibe. We're here, you're still hot and a little yeah. valley ish, hot like, and dry. I feel like California has such an incredible like variance of like temperatures and climate, insane. And stuff. Like, if you go the same sort of, I mean, I know the UK is nowhere near as big, but like, we don't, we don't have that. Yeah. Talking about it with you earlier, it's very like 
it's not very there's not a whole lot of variants yeah, between yeah. like oh cold and oh warm. No, we literally have it all you, yeah we, we held the olympics in tahoe yeah snow beautiful mountains and then you go six hours south of that and you're in like i think it's still the hottest place on the planet I think, though, that, like, I think you experience more weather variability in the course of a day than yeah, we do no, by a lot. Yeah. California yeah. is a little bit like that. You go to, like, uh, Vegas or San Diego gets a little weird because you're yeah. towards the equator. Florida. Mm. Florida will be, you know, cold in the morning for some reason, then 90 degrees and humid, and then all of a sudden you're in a thunderstorm. Mm. It gets some random shit. Boston gets a little random sometimes, mm-hmm. a little yeah. more extreme. I do, yeah. I, that is the one thing I do not enjoy about London is like you step outside and the weather will just start raining instantly. Always have an umbrella with you. Yeah. Leather shoes, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. It's not great. So um, obviously this is just our compare and contrast essay today. Mm. Um, uh, gyms. Yeah. Um, so obviously you, you, you've been to some, some good gyms here yeah. in, 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 in the United States, in California in particular. Absolutely. And obviously you've probably been to some good ones back home. Some kind of like a different style, I'd say. Yeah, there's, there's definitely like, I think there's, there's kind of fewer of the nice community gyms. Like London definitely has kind of those, those gyms you'd have in New York, like you have like your Equinoxes. We have like quite like bougie gyms, mm-hmm. really upscale. And you can have like, I know a lot of people who do powerlifting or Olympic weightlifting and they, that have like Alico bumpers, Alico uh, bars. There's a, like one of the GB national champions who was back in the day in my university barbell team. She now trains at one of those gyms as well. And they have a little like weightlifting club out of that bougie gym as opposed to there being like a weightlifting gym. And th- there is one, there's like London Weightlifting Academy that's very good for that. But there's less of those. Certainly like there are none really by those like content creators. Yeah, like, no, whereas like branded. In, and, yeah, and whereas like, in, a, in LA, it's like everyone here, there's the beautiful gym. Third Street, you know, congratulations again on building that. It's Thank great to like finally see that and see all the hard work you guys poured into that and just see how it's manifested and the community there as well. And there was one in London that I really liked, um, but just didn't make it through COVID. I remember like Brett Gibbs came through there and oh, cool. before Sheffield was postponed, that's where I was like, that's where I think people are going to stop off on the way to London and yeah. then up. And there's a couple, there's like physical culture, but they're a bit weird and London's a huge place. So it's kind of hard to actually get around to you do wonder why that is because there's obviously content creators from around the world Mm -hmm. obviously a bunch of them just like hollywood and stuff do stem from america sure but there is youtubers and instagrammers successful especially instagram and tiktok successful everywhere um powerlifting like i bet per capita is just as popular over there as here yeah i mean i guess i I was we have twenty five thousand usapl members that's not that many yeah for how many how many fucking people are in america a lot. Yeah. You know? Yeah. A billion? No. I don't think so. I bet we're creeping. A couple hundred mils, I think. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. LA's 10 million. That's crazy. Yeah, we're creeping. Houston's 20 million. Yeah, yeah we're creeping. No, I, I think, like, the British Power Confederation is much smaller, though. Like, yeah. the, the production But that's what I mean per capita, though. Yeah, per capita. Per capita, I bet you powerlifting's just as popular. Because when you're talking Maybe. business, like yeah. we talk all the time, it's just per capita. Yeah. Right? Absolutely. It's what can you can give to your community. Yeah. Like, sure. Like, bumfuck nowhere city in the islands can't build a nike but you could build a sneaker store that a hundred of your people buy exactly california is 39 million yeah that's what i mean yeah but nationwide whatever per capita right so Mm. then i wonder if it's a cultural thing if it's a money thing if it's a entrepreneur that's kind of like one topic i want to dive in with you is like Mm. entrepreneuring being cool i wonder if that's more american and so Random people, because there's even people that aren't like big influencers or, you know, a yeah. bunch of people build gyms and try to build a brand around a gym and try yeah. to, uh, you know, 
I'm biased, but lack of a better sake, replicate what maybe a barber brigade has done. Yeah. Um, you build a gym, you build a brand, you build a community, you build that hardcore style gym that is actually commercial. And they will come. Yeah, yeah. You right. Build, you build the village and they'll come. Yeah. To and-, and so you think, you know, other, but I can't think of many in any country, you know, I think there's maybe one in Japan. We have one in Hawaii that's starting to do it. Yeah. But you look at these more remote places. Is that, is that Yukio? That one? Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. Looks, that looks really yeah, cool. It does though. look cool. Um, yeah. Or like, yeah, other countries, CrossFit did it yeah. in a way. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I know CrossFit's really big in like Latin America and shit. Mm-hmm. But I wonder why there's not more branded things like that in like Europe. Yeah, I yeah, think... I, um, there's no way it does bad. No, like it's not, not a bad thing at all. Like there's great gyms, there's great communities in those gyms. But you're right, there's none of like the creator focused ones. Or, or community focused, it sounds yeah. like. I right? mean, it there, sounds there's like, like a couple. There's, there's a new one called Gym Nation in London Bridge, quite like an accessible area, which is really, really great. And yeah. I know like that's kind of where the people I know sort of go in London now. But yeah, it's a little bit a little bit tough you think starting business over there or an entrepreneur culture is just less maybe or more I, difficult i think there's definitely you know the american dream aspect of it yeah. i'm also probably biased like there's probably people in london uk doing that but just as you know like 99 percent of my clients are in the u.s yeah, yeah, in yeah. The content creation sphere so but you're into branding and into fitness i think you'd hear yeah. about them and i'm i try to keep my ear as close to the fucking yeah, yeah. road as i can i yeah. haven't heard of any yeah Um, yeah, so you think maybe the American dream, because I don't even know if it's American dream anymore, because that's moved so many different ways. Like the American dream went from being like safe, uh, secure job, family, house, to now like private jet, Lamborghini. Yeah. Uh, I blame social media. I blame, yeah, yeah. Like bootstrapped into it. Dave Balzerian and shit. Yeah. It's for social media. But do you think like America's like more like, yeah, like, vulnerable to the social media maybe thing I think, I think it's just you know another example of everything's bigger in america yeah <laughs> it's uh things get a bit more like extreme i feel and um yeah it used to be like i think like, you know what people think is like a good salary has changed so much and not with like the rate of what a good salary is and for sure everyone wants to be a business owner or have owner and then add a brand in their bio yeah and it's, ceo's um, like a cool thing yeah and i mean it's what you know, Gary Vee has been regurgitating for the past five years. That's why I wonder. Pops Gar- up on my has Gary Vee just not penetrated y'all's brains as hard? I think he has. Cause I, I I told you like uh, he popped up on like my feed like six years ago, which kind of did get me starting yeah. down this path. Which that's how we met. It is indeed. But thanks, Gary. Thanks, Gary. Shout out. I'll but email him, dude. I, I do find him intensely annoying. Um, and <laughs> I won't email him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, and uh, I I can't like watch. Yeah. His stuff, but you you just it's one of those things where it's like you can just you can take what you want from something and you can leave it. Like it's not yeah, really it's not sure. religion. You don't have to agree with all of it. And you don't have to watch um, it all. You yeah, can absolutely. learn some and not yeah. all. Yeah. I, I saw like one thing and he was kind of explaining like the idea of how to get started yeah. with nothing, which is what I sort of yeah. relatively speaking. A good cold call message, a little guerrilla yeah, marketing by exactly how to do that. And then it was just that's all you need, took it and left it. Yeah. And now you're working, you know, Barbara Brigade. You want to mention your resume a little bit? Shout yourself out, dude. Yeah. Thanks, Fucking man. hit them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, I'm a designer mostly in the kind of like fitness space, content creation space. Um, and like currently work with Barbara Brigade and people like Ricky and One Hand yep. and um, have worked with people like Russ and Steffi Cohen. And yeah. Yeah, you help build all all our basics, our whole branding model. Yeah. The bear itself uh, is all your brain power. Yeah, it's, um, it's good fun. I mean, I've, and I've done stuff other than that as well. Yeah, but sure. that's kind of what I really enjoyed. Cause that's what I was definitely a consumer of, especially at the time I started thinking about it. And 
I always thought it'd be fun to work in a space that I consume myself. Yeah. So then it wouldn't feel so much like work, but rather like this is something I'm already in and understand and I could do market research by just seeing which of the you know, thousand powerlifters from UK I followed, followed whoever, and that yeah. would give me a decent understanding of like, oh, okay, this is their kind of audience. And you knew the culture. I know them. Yeah, which makes it easier to appreciate. And like I say, it's not that I wouldn't do research and I've done stuff in markets I don't know and have you know, researched that inten- intensely, but um, yeah, it felt more natural. Yeah. It felt easier. That was a topic that I've thought about or want to bring up too is like, because I tell people that too, like, and I don't know because most jobs I've had within fitness, I do like a little bit of everything, kind of mm. every career I've ever had. Besides the commercial gym, the commercial gym I worked at, I was pretty strict trainer, yeah. front desk. Um, but everywhere other job in fitness, I've kind of done from marketing to product development to sales itself to content to design. To, I've done it all. Um, admin managing. Because you tell people like, all right, you're an accountant. Like, well, why don't you go work in the industry that you like? Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. You're an accountant and you like to lift. Go go do some money pushing for Equinox or yeah, whatever. Right. Hundred percent. But I do wonder if that's kind of like not wrong, but like not fulfilling your job because you're actually creating and culture branding what yeah. you know about something matters. Yeah. But when you're an accountant, he's still just doing ones and O's. I wonder if he gets excited to write off a barbell versus writing off <laughs> something he doesn't like. Probably not. No, right? I know but you are creating yeah. around a story, a feeling. Creation is about feeling, storytelling. Mm-hmm. It's about people. Creating is yeah. purely about people, right? Art is about people. Uh, products, if you're doing it right, should be about people, not the product. Yeah, absolutely. And so what you do makes sense that your passion and knowledge of a culture go to it. But like, yeah, say you're like, a detailer like you're really good at yeah like fabricating or something like do you care if you're fabricating a, a tower or if you're fabricating a car no i know what you mean i don't know if it's fulfilling yeah i think it might just be the creation world yeah and i think i'm definitely lucky with that yeah I, mean, I wouldn't be able to speak to those those other bits of it but it's um yeah it's helpful sort of being a part of you know, the culture for lack of a better term and definitely was more so sort of a few years ago um do a little bit less just powerlifting now but yeah. I, I was i was watching all that content from like 2013 onwards like i said i kind of i kind of remember there being like the divide of the years of people i knew in the uni powerlifting club who knew barbell brigade and like those who didn't and were like really the kind of the zoomers yeah and just you're a zoomer i'm i'm, I'm on the edge I'm, <laughs> I'm 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 like by definition on the board oh really yeah, yeah what are you 25 going to be soon yeah yeah so yeah. i didn't know that yeah, I don't know where the line is. I think I'm dead middle millennial. What's after me? Straight to Zoomer? Um, probably. So then, like, if you're on the edge, yeah, lower millennials, yeah, probably 26, like, 27. Someone, I've heard some people call it Gen Zennial, which is you know, <laughs> it's just yeah, it's a bit Gen silly. Z, yeah, 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 yeah. It's like, it's like a bit of bit of both, but um, like jarlic. Um, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, the TikTokers did. <laughs> TikTokers with no fucking work ethic. That's yeah, what you are. exactly. exactly. Uh, you a Gen Z? Damn. He works hard though. He does. You do he too. Does. Thank you. Yeah, appreciate yeah. it. Well, there's a couple good These gems kids. in there. Uh, oh yeah, Sabas is a fucking zoomer. You're a zoomer, dude. <laughs> I, I am a, a I'm a cusp boomer. Ah, I'm this like yeah, right in the last bomb. two years of the boom. You got the good house prices. <laughs> yeah. I did. Yeah, my yeah. house is worth like four times what I paid for it now, yeah. at least. Yeah, we, we we just kind of have to like accept and push off the fact that like that's a 
that's a later or even like being born in london you probably just like that might be some american shit too you probably don't even think about buying a house i mean because you're not buying it in london people people do and people think about it it's very much like outskirts london because london is huge like manhattan is you know it's like landlocked yeah i think if you grow up in manhattan you're not thinking about buying a house yeah I know. Or you're moving uh, to live the apartment. Dream. Yeah, maybe, yeah even, I then, I don't know. even then, yeah. Yeah. Like, Manhattan. I don't even know what that costs. You like Jersey City, and I don't know drive in or something. Yeah. but it's um, but it, even yeah. Jersey City, bro, that's yeah. probably a yeah. two million dollar apartment yeah. at this point. And that's where you get the good views as well. I, I see like there's people in there. You actually you get a view of the city. Yeah, you know? I see some of that shit pop up on TikTok, like a sixty million dollar penthouse in New York. Like holy. <sighs> You get like a, you get one side of your house like just staring out over Manhattan, the other side of the house staring over, uh, uh, you know, Central Grand Park. Park. Yeah, yeah. You're just like, what the hell? Yeah, other side, you're looking at Jersey. Crazy. Yeah. How much money do you have to buy a sixty million dollar apartment? Basically, it is a nice apartment, but it's an apartment. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like people aren't mortgaging that either. You know what I mean? You don't be like, oh, I can, I'll put twenty percent down. I can just yeah. start making my salary. It's yeah, like mega a, you're loans. Buying that, like, mega loans start to get weird, but I know yeah. I think people do. Because cause the amount of money you'd have to have... And let, in cause, cash. Cause, yeah, because yeah. they're not making that their mega... I mean, even Elon, right? Like, Elon might not have $60 million just sitting in cash, right? Like, what makes him so rich is everything he owns. Absolutely. Yeah, so the 60 cash just to throw down. Unless he wants to... Unless he sees a nice penthouse he likes. Who yeah. knows? Yeah, they know more about taxes and dipping and dodging than I do, for sure. So, Definitely. he might. A lot of those really expensive apartments are multi-level too they're not yeah just yeah like they're one, like two stories you know. or they're the, the the entire building right so it's like a block worth yeah, yeah. still I, yeah it, i'm not saying it's not worth because mm. it's probably six thousand square foot and whatever but like it's not your prime residence no who the hell's choosing that probably not yeah oprah i feel like it would take like four minutes like oh it'd be, door and go outside well, imagine well. like, yeah. yeah yeah you got to do a hike just to find your own and, elevator uh, to find wherever the hell fuck you're going i want to actually test something or look at something real quick here um Population of London versus all Ooh. of England. Oh, you, you I, I, have, I have no idea. Sixty percent of England. It's pretty. I don't mean sixty percent, but like it's pretty population yeah. dense. There's definitely like a right. slight feeling of resentment. So it's about south. It's rough, probably roughly nine million in London. Okay. And all right. So it's like what LA ish. So all of all of England, fifty five point nine eight million. Twenty percent. Yeah, just shy twenty percent. And. If you if it's you do big, some, United it's Kingdom, big. It's pretty big, sixty-seven million. That's like Toronto, right? Toronto's fucking forty yeah. percent of Canada or some shit. U.S. total U.S. three hundred thirty-two million. Shit, crazy. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, like build. London does have a nice like buzz about it. Though. Like I go to some European cities, and it's not quite as as dense. Like Berlin, for example, it's yeah. like it's never like that dense. Like you can't really see many people around. It's because it's like only a few mil, but in a relatively like similar size but london is just huge and sprawling and the yeah. actual like outskirts of london are so far beyond what a tourist would ever like go and see yeah, yeah. and that's why like you can like buy in london but it would just be far out but thankfully mm-hmm. we have a good enough like subway transport mm-hmm. underground tube system yeah, you can get there the you can get there you can get there exactly or the double bus dude with the fucking the bendy, witch head that's screaming buses. at you yeah what are those things called the voodoo doll yeah yeah, I mean, some buses in London are literally like that. Like, buses can be, because we have night buses. If you're getting back from something late at night out, you go on a night bus, and those are scary sometimes. Like, you, like, you see some interesting things. <laughs> People, you know, probably need some sort of, like, help or medical attention yeah. who are just, like, letting loose That's on you. this bus. Yeah, I got... Cause a couple the, two more, too many brews, buddy. Yeah, no, I, I'm, 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 pretty, I'm pretty responsible with it. But you get those double-decker buses, right? And then you kind of have, there's a route up um, at both ends of the bus. Uh-huh. I was on there once on a night bus, and there was just this screaming woman who was just chasing me around 
for an entire stop. Oh yeah. my god! Yeah, like, like I'm, I was really glad there was like a route down. That's the back how freaks well. me out, bro. I'm yeah. out. Yeah, no, it wasn't good. But you know, at least she couldn't have a gun. That's the one nice thing <laughs> about the UK. You know, that's yeah. our knife. Yeah, that's yeah. Or so any it, kind it, of if, if you if you stay outside of like knife range in in UK, you know, you're good. So that's the. I'm still out. <laughs> I don't want someone screaming at me. <laughs> trying to go grab a McFlurry at midnight, bro. Exactly. I'm not trying to get exactly. I think you just uh, get that door dashed. Yeah, yeah. You guys love a DoorDash for on, anything. Come on, man. dude. The the most extensive DoorDash I've ever seen was the McDonald's in Glasgow. Really? <laughs> yes. It's like they have all these orders and people just coming in. Like it's a machine. Yeah. McDonald's is still you know obviously huge and huge in UK yeah. and the, like the ones that are open late in London. Like, there's a few of them and they have like security and they're playing like classical music trying to keep everyone calm and it'll be like three a.m. four a.m. and everyone's just. Because you know, Brits treat drinking like a sport, and it's it does. They yeah, do, yes. It's kind of it's kind of. What's insane. the gig? The fancy cocktails? Just kind of like that, here's beer, any, right? Like if we had yeah. to choose, like what's fucking American? It's beer. Even sack, right? It's all the breweries. Yeah, yeah. like it's fucking beer. Yeah, I mean, and then you think Ireland, you think fucking beer. Like, what do you think when you think? And obviously, you've worked in that world too. Yeah, yeah. So before the whole design game was yeah. was bartending, worked in a cocktail bar like that. That's kind of like be my choice, like a, a nice cocktail. Yeah. Also, because it's just I don't know. I never feel like the same kind of way if I've had a few cocktails versus having sure. a few beers the next day is a bit more yeah, bloaty. Yeah, but yeah. bloaty, all that like volume as well. But yeah, the intestinal yeah yeah adventure is a little yeah. different. But you have a lot of those like just bars, those kind of generic bars in London. If people are staying out until four, you're gonna get like. You know, there'll be some beers. There'll be some really cheap, awful cocktails that are yeah. just kind of sugar, and everyone drinks them. And is then I just think of James Bond, I guess you know. Yeah, I think that's kind of the public image would like to maintain. Yeah, um, but maybe like, but you you're know, actually just fucking light beer, dollar yeah. draft drunks. Kind of, yeah. I, I bastards. Used to, yeah, <laughs> I, I used to live in like the kind of like downtown, downtowny kind of bit. Um, well, like like the Brooklyn equivalent, as I'd probably like the best, yeah, uh, equivalent and. Midday, Saturday, people falling over drunk. Like, like you see, like, sick and stuff yeah. down the street. That's and... something you don't really see a lot here. Like, you, if, if I rode my bike around at, like, midnight downtown and we went by the bars, you definitely see some, like, loud people. Yeah. You might see, like, one person stumbling around or something, but you, you definitely see some, like, you know, people screaming across the road yeah. or, like, hopping on one of those scooters and kind of yeah. scooting around. You might see a fight or two, but I don't know about, like, pass out. You know, or like, like crazy, crazy, yeah, like throwing up in the bush type shit. Yeah, I mean, you got like, yeah, some I mean, of I'm that. sure, but yeah, I mean, it's just it people... more turns into rage here. I think maybe yeah. it turns into sickness where you're from. <laughs> yeah, maybe. or or shootings, yeah. stabbings, yeah, but plenty of that. We're so close to old sack and like weekends at night, old sack, yeah, a little rowdy, a little rowdy, not the place to be. Yeah, you just, I mean. Like what all like parents say and shit is just so true. Like what what good's happening after eleven a, eleven p.m. Like it's probably some just good America. Music, you know, some good music. Yeah, but good music can happen at ten. This is true, but unfortunately, Guns and Roses. But... Guns and Roses goes on at eight thirty this weekend. Yeah, yeah. That's all I need. We're talking about good music though. Did you shave your leg? <laughs> yeah, it's like a long story. <laughs> it looks really clean. It looks time. like you're about to get a tattoo. It's clean. So yeah. I was uh, with my family, and so all my cousins are more like uncle age uh-huh. so a lot, a lot of my cousins are 50s 60s uh-huh. so then their kids are just below me their kids are teens and early 20s and i was shuttling them around i think i was picking up dinner for the whole family like our family when we do get together is pretty big you know because i got 
dad had six sisters. They mm. all had six kids, and then they all have kids, right? So we got a, a pretty big Italian bunch. Um, so I'm, I'm whipping around, picking up pizza or something, and I, I take a couple of them with me. And uh, they're the Zoomers. And we know, you know, Zoomers are fucking soft. And so, I, you know, I go on like an uncle rant to them. You know, just let them know how soft they are. <laughs> and then I get back. <laughs> And they're, they're, most of their, like, dad, or the one of the ones I'm closest with is my godfather, and he's, he's 50, he's 55, and he always took care of me when I went out there, you know, he was the, uh, the, the cousin, but felt like the uncle where he was, like, in his 20s, 30s when I was a kid, and he would take me to the toy store and grab, hey, grab one of everything, mm. or one of anything, take me to the ice cream, so I'm taking now his kids around, you know, talking shit. And he's like, oh, like, Cousin Michael, how was the trip? I was like, good, man. But this generation, bro, is so <laughs> fucking soft. Any opportunity. Yeah. Just, and yeah. so then the one little cousin, the youngest now, she's 17. She was there that didn't come with us. And she said, like, we're soft, you know? Like, what makes you so tough? And then I go on another rant in front of everybody about doing hard shit. And, like, I'll do whatever you want. Like, I fucking do hard shit every day. Like, what you got? And, you know, a 17-year-old girl brain. It's like, oh, well, like... uh, let me wax you then if you're so tough. Uh. <laughs> yeah. So uh, you fucking wax me. Like, you think I'm fucking scared of that? So then I drive her and we go to CVS. She gets a wax kit. My cousin Danny, shout out cousin, uh, is bald. And so I first sit down. I pull my sock down thinking she'll do my ankle. Then I'll just cover it in socks. And uh -huh. she just sla warms that thing up and slaps the dead middle of my <laughs> calf. And she's filming it. And I was like, all right, well, here we go. <laughs> She rips it, and her brain was blown that I didn't, like, make a face. I didn't say nothing. Because it, it didn't hurt. But, like, again, like, joking aside, I have done hard shit. I've had pain. Like, I've, yeah. you know, I've played sports. And even just, like, deadlifting, I told them, I was like, dude, my sport, you drag metal across your shin every day. You know, yeah. like, this isn't going to hurt. And I do have a lot of hair. But so she rips one and can't believe I didn't react. So, then of course, she throws another, and it throws another. And then my cousin thinks it's so funny, and he might have had a couple of drinks at the time, but he comes over, and he's like, all right, and he does his head. And I'm like, well, that one probably fucking, <laughs> that one probably hurt. But he didn't really flinch either. I was like, all right, bro, like we're in it. Proving the point, though. Yeah, and then I was hoping fall weather would be here, so it would be sweatpants time, because for those listeners, I but have- it's hot. It's yeah, hot. I have like, like an eight, eight by eight inch just taken out of my calf of pure baldness, and yeah. I'm pale as shit, so. so did, you, did you win the argument? I think so. Yeah. I think they were pretty, even my aunts were like laughing their asses off, like <laughs> pretty impressed that I didn't flinch. But it doesn't hurt like that bad. It did get a little red and then it itched a little bit, but like it's really not that bad. It's so, over so fast. So, yeah, That's and all you idea. ladies out there complaining, come on, man. It doesn't hurt that bad. <laughs> you gotta spell some arguments to be about beautiful. one. Yeah. <laughs> I'm fucking gorgeous. Didn't yeah. hurt once. Uh, we're wife and I are watching the final season of Sex Education on Netflix. And oh, yeah, I've heard of it. Extensive scene where the sister of one of the main characters is getting all the undercarriage um, waxed, and it just looks very painful. Yeah, I mean, a Brazilian might be a different... If you're doing yeah. down, like, the devil alley and trying to <laughs> wax me, it probably hurt a little bit. Yeah. But I, th I think she was probably, like, smooth as a newborn by the time she yeah. was done. It was like... Yeah, it, yeah. Ladies don't have the same speed bumps we got. Like that's a whole different. That's a whole different waxing issue. Also, I don't know how you'd even go about that, like logistically. No, you know? me either. Yeah, the skin textures are a little different. Yeah. There's some different things going on. Yeah, shin is. He's even head. That's why I was worried about head. Like head skin's a little different mm. than. There are plenty of TikTok videos like that now, where they're like doing somebody's whole head or their, oh, their whole face. There's a viral video on YouTube. That place is supposed to fucking. 
God Place is supposed to be censored for kids, and there's B-hole being shown oh, on no. YouTube. No, 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 no. A, a, a young gentleman <laughs> How? Is just it like talking edu- about waxing the... Is it educational purpose? The like, chocolate starfish, yeah, I guess because it's educational. I don't know, man. That thing was going viral being text around a lot of group chats for a bit. Yeah. I don't know what kind of group chats you were on. I wasn't in it. I saw it on the internet, but trust me, it was. Okay. You you were probably in the one where the dude has the converse, and then you look to the left at the converse, and it's actually his third leg. You no, never seen that? No, no, you you. I think you were literally in the chat with me. This I is probably like, saw. Yeah, fifteen years ago. I think we're on you never saw parts. that? No, you saw that man. We're on different parts. It's a of the very internet. large gentleman. Okay. No, everyone saw it. You. It's probably the generation above you. He's okay. like sitting down and like yeah, the focus of the thing is like the sneaker, and then you look just to the right. Same elevation, if you get what I'm saying. <laughs> There's, dude, the internet's crazy. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, Internet's yeah. crazy. <laughs> All right, oh let's God. end this on some Gary V shit. Yeah. Go so you're it. a solopreneur. Yeah. You do graphic design, branding, loads of stuff. What would be three tips that someone out there that may have a skill or may want to build a skill? Obviously, you know, I'll be on my Gary V. Number one thing that most people that want to start a business or make money in life lack is a fucking skill. Yeah. Right? Definitely. So number one, you have to find what you're good at or at least love. Yeah. And get really good at it yeah. and continue to get good at it. Absolutely. You don't have to be the best to start, nope. but you have to get a really good base to start. Ask for a, a mentor, go find a job. Mm. A job is experience and gets you good at shit, but get good at something, yeah. right? That's my biggest knock on online coaches and all this shit. Or don't really con- offer anything. Right? People want yeah. to content create. Well, like, what do you, why? What are you going to teach me? What yeah. do you have? I, w- I was a coach for six years before I did my first online coaching video, right? Yeah. So get good at something. And at six years, with the best coach on the planet? No. But and I had a base. Good enough. Yeah, yeah. For so sure. you have, obviously, your skill set. So after that, maybe one to three tips of how to like build a brand, build a business, advice for people that want to you know, get the Lamborghini and the Rari. Yeah, I think just, I mean, you know, I'm a minute away from the Lamborghini and the Rari, no. but... Um, who knows, dude? One decision yeah. away from being a billionaire. Absolutely. But I think main thing is just, you know, like start with what you have. Um, I've been around some very talented designers in very like prestigious design schools who are way better than I am. I'm not afraid to say that I don't really have yep. any ego in like what I do or how I do it, but they lack, I guess, any like the just like the back backing themselves really. They all kind of say, you know, like, oh, I don't have it because they think in order to get clients, they need like a huge social media page was doing really well. Yeah. And then the friction of that and the friction of starting making content to them is huge. And I don't have a page with thousands and thousands of followers on it. Yeah. I have a few fitness people with little blue ticks next to their name following me. Um, and that's kind of all you really need. I to, paid for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, they're, they're all paid actors. But um, yeah, just kind of like start with what you have and realize that if you just have like a little bit of something and you can dm one person and they can see there's something on your page that's helpful enough you know i didn't make like a portfolio for the first like, yeah you never sent a me bit. a fancy resume yeah i just saw your instagram and the yeah, shit looked like, dope and most people don't care and especially in like the design with the creative world if you're a photographer videographer designer like there's a lot of like pretension in there as well yeah so i think just kind of coming off as yourself would really really help and 
Yeah, I think just what do you think that barrier have? started? Because I agree, and that is a lot of things. You either have two people, I feel like. Mm. Um, say, yeah, you're the middle ground, you built your skill. One mm-hmm. person thinks they're way better than they are, kind of Dunning Kruger, and mm-hmm. they're like, Why isn't Louis Vuitton hiring me yet? Yeah, but then the other side thinks, like, Yeah, there's that barrier feeling of, yeah. of like, Damn, I'm, I'm not even a designer, I'm not good yeah. enough. Kind of the imposter syndrome, also, but it's, it's also built by the culture, I think. Yeah, the culture of creation mm-hmm. kind of makes everyone like gatekeep in a way. Yeah. I know what you mean. Like people kind of want to hold their own things. Yeah. But, um, I, th- I think kind of to your point, again, definitely I've been around people who think they are way better than they are than people who, again, I just like, I wish they could push themselves a tiny bit yeah. more because they'd be in a great place. But I think like your circumstance has a lot to do with it. If you're in like a cushy position or things are okay or you're working a job you don't necessarily hate when you'll, you'll tolerate it for the next few years, then it's hard to kind of make a go at it. Yeah, sense of urgency. Yeah, it's because I, like, I dropped out of architecture school. Uh, and not to like start Facebook, not like a Mark Zuckerberg yeah. kind of way. Um, but there was just a kind of like, oh, well, I, I'm back home, out of London. I want to do something. Yeah. Let me try this. Yeah, fuck, I'm and stuck I, or fuck, I'm doing nothing. Exactly. And then I watched one one Gary Vee video. And I think a, a second point is that people get too caught in that cycle of kind of hyping themselves up with motivation and watching kind of mm. business videos and podcasts. Like you don't, if you took everyone's advice it would all even out to zero. Because yeah. one person's going to say you have to do this, one person will say you have to no, do the other thing. Literally, if you dive into business content right now or marketing or motivational content, it's just as broken as like yeah. politics. Exactly. Like there's literally two walls of it. Yeah, 100%. So yeah. If, if you see or hear something that you think is useful, then close YouTube. Yeah. Try and go action that for like a year, Yeah. which is essentially what I did. And I, I sent, I think like Russ had just started um, GBT at the time. Get Better Today brand, now Better Brand. And I shot one DM on a lunch break at the bar I was working at minimum wage. Just be like, I will design a t-shirt for free. Um, and he was small enough at the time that he would see it. And that was kind of my tactical bet. He just started the Instagram page for the brand. I knew he wouldn't be employing like a customer service person. Yeah. That's when you'd be him. I had a few designs up on my page I thought he might like. And he replied, I did the design for free. And then a month later, he was like, do you want to design the, the gym brand? He can corrupt his strength. And and that was a paid job. And then that let Frog to another one. And then I worked with you, worked with Steffi, worked with Bart and a whole host of other yeah. people who shoot are or shoot. awesome. And yeah, you got to like just start somewhere and then work your way up. It was nice. There was no kind of, I didn't know anyone to begin with. It was, they're all on the other side of the world. Yeah. Um, so now you're homies with them all. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's the other thing as well. It's just kind of, if you are going to work in that like content creation game or work with content creators, like just be kind of, you know, chill. These, these are normal people as well. I think people kind of, take them to be the whole like cult of celebrity and everything yeah. mm. they're, just, they're just normal people they might need a designer they might be starting something and shoot your shot no yeah. yeah, just don't anybody take the jobs that you're looking for exactly yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah i think that's great <laughs> um yeah wrapper up do where can people find you are you taking on clients you got yeah. a website and instagram if people want to work with you new brands old brands what you got for them yeah you can find me on instagram at munby design pretty simple and, m-u-n-b-y M-U-N-B-Y. Yeah, because everyone misspells it. That's a uh, thank you yeah, for Yeah, because it could be an I. It could be. It could be. be kind of hard. M-U-N-B-Y. Design. Um, shoot me there. The same at gmail.com if you have an inquiry. And um, yeah, let's work together. Um, thank you again for letting me course, work with homie. you guys. It's been you know, a real pleasure. And 
course, buddy. More to come. Absolutely. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, new episodes Wednesday and Friday. 3SB.co for all your clothing needs. If you want some luxury training gear, um, we got you set. GoodCompanyDiscord.com if you want to get involved in the conversation, join the community. Uh, there's exclusives on items, early uh, sneak peeks, giveaways, like-minded community. I'm in there every day chatting with y'all. Discord.com. And I'm Solomon Mike, where you want to find me? I am at DJ McD on all the social media. The show is 50% facts, where percent is a word and 50 is just numbers. 50% facts is a Spreaker Prime podcast in association with iHeartMedia on the Obscure Celebrity Network. And we'll talk to you next time. <laughs>